Hi guys, welcome to episode 10 of the Vaughny podcast. Uh, just a quick reminder, if you are listening to Spotify, iTunes or Google Play, make sure you hit that follow button so you're notified for any new podcasts that come out in the future. Uh, follow me on YouTube as well, uh, youtube.com forward slash to see our lovely faces of the video version of the podcast. Thank you. Enjoy episode 10. Coming up on this episode of the Vaughny podcast. Um, it's hard to tell that she's upset if I'm she, being completely because honest because she's, she's got so much Botox yeah, in her face. Absolutely. Like I say, I've never tried sucking off my penis with a hoover. Hello, Mum. I was with a girl recently. <laughs> oh, I liked no. her. Things were going well until we got naked. When she saw it, she said, What's that? I'm off. Now you are riding You know, high fuck it. We're going for another hour. Listen to me. We're going for another hour. <laughs> Drink. I'm I, can, have to I, can, I can see just there as well. It says, you're a stinking filthy pig man with a gross foot. Oh. Ah, Thank you for that. Hello, welcome to episode 10. Are we on episode 10 now? I've no idea. Can we call it the 10th anniversary? We've been doing this for 10 weeks now. 10 years. 10 years. 10, the 10 long th- years. 10 long years. And we haven't aged, aged a year. I have actually. I've got grey hair now. I found one. It's poking up in the back. I've had great look for the video viewers. I'm going fully grey. Yeah, and your beard's going grey, and you've got white chest hairs. I'm going to be Gandalf. I'm going to be old fatter Gandalf. Old fat Gandalf. A pigeon Gandalf. And talking of pigeons, fat Gandalf. You don't have to read it, but no. I've just just like never mind. No, it's fine. Uh, today's sponsor, talking of pigeons, is pigeons be gone. Let me set you a scene. Let me set you a scene as seen. Let me set you a scene. You're at work and feeling thirsty. Because you're British, the way to quench that thirst is with a lovely cup of milky tea. You got to you got to the kitchen and begin your brew. All of a sudden, a human pigeon appears behind you. Working hard or hardly working there, buddy? You sigh. It's a full body sigh. The pigeon starts telling you about how they wish they could hadn't got how they wish they hadn't got married so young while they laugh awkwardly and what they had for tea and what they watch on telly. You didn't ask. They passively aggressively say, oh, is that your mug? Knowing full well it's not your mug, you feel a rage course through you. What can you do? You could tell them to fucking do one, but that'd be a trip to HR. Luckily, you remember that you bought your Pigeon Be Gone. Pigeon Be Gone is a state-of-the-art pigeon remover which beams Love Island... Which beams Love Island. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a celebrity. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Any football directly... Slash any football directly into the pigeon's brain. Killing their ability to talk to you. The pigeon becomes bamboozled and starts to spout catchphrases. Give you enough time to slip away unnoticed. Pigeon Begun is an ethical product and leaves no lasting damage to the pigeon. Because let's face it. Most of them are harmless. And we think it'd be... It's... Be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to be so oblivious. Enter code garlic bread at the checkout for 25% discount on your first pigeon be gone. Ooh. So it's a device. Yeah, it's an interesting product. So um, what's the device look like? It's, it's very discreet. Okay. Um, it looks like a lipstick. Right. So it just looks like a normal lipstick. Um, and then for the men, it looks like a lighter. Um, or, you know, because gender's fluid, whatever. You can have which one you want, lighter or lipstick. Um, but anyway, you get it out when there's a pigeon near you and you just, you just aim it slightly into their eyes. Jesus. And it beams. I thought, 
it beams Love Island directly into their brain. And there's definitely no ethical... There's no lasting damage to the pigeon because uh, the people at Pigeon Begone do believe most of them are completely harmless. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, like they said, it, it must be nice to be so oblivious. So we don't want to harm the pigeons. No. Just want them away. Get Back away. away from Back us, pigeons. Back away. Back away, Pigeon. So thank you, Pigeon Begone, for sponsoring the uh, podcast today. We've had many great sponsors. I actually like that sponsor. I'll be using Pigeon Begone. Well, I hope so, because it's a sponsor. Absolutely. I wish we had the device here to show everybody. But what I can show you if you're watching the video There's podcast... There's no Pigeons watching this. Uh, by the way, I'm joined... I, I forgot to introduce you again, but I am joined by my lovely fiance, Leanna Cub, for the podcast. Yay! Hello, again. everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. But remember, this podcast is all about me, so, you know, let's keep, let's keep the discussion Vaughny, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, How are you today, Vaughny? Yeah, you know what? Thanks for asking, Leanne. I'm feeling great. Do you know why I'm feeling great? Why is that? Because I am in my Chanel t-shirt today. It is if spectacular. You are, if you're watching on the video podcast, Chanel t-shirt. You know the meme Chanel, where she's calling for a parrot if you haven't seen it. It's a well, Liverpool, have to pull it up. Yeah, lady from Liverpool. She lost a parrot. Is it a parrot? It's an African grey, isn't it? It's an African grey because it says right here on my T-shirt. And she loses it and she's shouting. She's going, everybody share this. Everybody share this. We'll we'll play a snippet of it. It is hilarious. It is bloody hilarious. Dave made a song about it. He remixed it. Sorry, that was a snippet of my bloody podcast. Um, my um, yeah, he... YouTube um, channel, <laughs> by the way, which is at 1.23k subscribers. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, just moving swiftly on. Chanel... Parrot. If you just type that, we want the original. There's so many remixes out there and a remix coming from me uh, soon. Let's keep out for that one. YouTube.com forward slash Vaughny. Please, everyone, share this. Me parrot just flew away. I'll be gone. Chanel. <coughs> Chanel. She's gone towards the canal, please. Everyone, please. I mean, we're laughing. Um, it's hard to tell that she's upset if I'm she, being completely because honest because she's, she's got so much Botox yeah, in her face. Absolutely. It looks like she's laughing. The first time I saw it, I thought she was laughing. Yeah. I thought, yeah, that is true. She looks like she's laughing because she has got absolute Botox rammed in her cheeks. Yeah. I mean, look and, at that freeze frame just there. And lip fillers as well. And lip she just fillers. looks kind of like, Chanel. <laughs> I would love it's to. It's like a frozen. I would love to get her on the podcast. Yeah. I said this to Swaz. By the way, Swaz is the person who sells this t-shirt, our friend. Um, uh, and Tiger King Meme Lord. Tiger King Meme Lord. If you search for Tiger King Meme Lord in Instagram, he's selling merch there. His Instagram's doing so well. And he sold me this lovely Chanel t-shirt. There's Big Chanel, up. there's Big Ed from 30 Day Fiance. Oh, is he selling that now? Well, I mean, he sent a picture of it. Honestly, that is product. stunning. It's the, I, I, as stunning. soon as he put it up, I was like, I'm having one, send me one. So as Annie sent me one straight away. Yeah, the Big Ed one. I'm not sure if he sent it to the group. He might just have sent it to me because I do love a bit of Big Ed. Oh, Big Ed. You f- never did that video that you said you were going to. Uh, the Big Ed one. You were going to cover yourself in mayonnaise. I was. It's still an option. I did think about it yesterday, but these... These ideas come and go. And also marking 100,000 subscribers on your channel. I'm not calling you out, by the way. I just want to know 100, what happened. 100,000 subscribers? No, 100. 100,000 100, or whatever it was. 1,000 views or whatever it was. By um, what count until 0 to 100? Yeah. 1,000, sorry. To yeah. 1,000. 
Um, yeah, I need to sit down and do it. It's just I've got anxiety about sitting there roughly for 18 minutes. Oh, it'll suck. It'd be terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Well, it's only for 18 minutes. It's not like, um, like the idea I, well, I got from Tom, but also a similar idea, which Mr. Beast did. Yeah, remember when net neutrality was a thing? I'm sorry, what? Do you remember net neutrality when that was all kicking off? Do you not remember that? Where there was going to basically uh, control the internet. Net neutrality was big in America. Oh, I remember. What was we the guy's name who was running running the show? What was his name? Everybody pie. hated him. There were so Ad- many... Something pie. There were memes pie everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Archie um, pie. Oh, something pie. I can't remember anyway. But um, I can't even remember what it strictly was about. It was basically restricting the internet and stuff like that. And it wasn't good for the internet. Mm. So Mr. Beast, when his channel was not massively popular, but was on the rise, I think he did a 24 hour or it might've been 12 hour. I'll have to look it up where he just said something about something. He said this one line over and over again, net neutrality should be blah, 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 net neutrality, blah, blah, blah. And he did that for like 24 hours. No. <laughs> and he just sat there in front of his computer no, doing it. Don't put it on. Why? Because that I, sounds I only awful. just, I, only, I want to find out what he did. If I put net neutrality, uh, and put in. I want. I want to confirm how many hours. Ah, uh, there it is. Ajit Pai. Ajit Pai. There you go. Sorry, ten hours. So it wasn't twenty-four. Keep. <laughs> so he's already at the five-hour forty mark at this point, and he is just. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously watching like. He's watching Facebook and you, Facebook, what am I saying? He's watching YouTube and things like that. Why he's saying that over and over and over again, but for 10 hours. That sounds all, no. I wouldn't do that. Definitely not for 10 not. hours, but no. that's how, uh, that's how he felt about it. He felt passionately about it, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Well, everyone should feel passionate about it, especially considering um, old Trump recently. Oh, signing God. Signing his, his most recent bill. Because he threw a wobbly. Cause so what Twitter... was he? Because I, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know anything about this. Okay. To be honest with you, you'd probably, I mean, I'm not going to do it justice if I try and explain it. But, you know, Twitter put a fact check on his tweets. Because he's been tweeting out that everybody's going to abuse postal voting and that it shouldn't be allowed and it shouldn't be this. And What's postal voting? Voting by post. Okay. So you don't have to go to the actual polling station because they got they've got loads of problems in America with like um, polling stations and people not being able to vote properly and just you know it's a big country. Mm. Um. So yeah, he he kept putting out all this stuff about how people couldn't vote um, by poll. I mean, sorry, postal vote because of all these different reasons. And Twitter fact checked it all the posts about all the tweets about it. They put like a check the facts on postal voting underneath all the things and he shut it. He just really didn't didn't know what to do with himself. So he signed some sort of bill. You'd have to Google it, um, which does infringe on people's freedoms. Well, where they social can't... media freedoms and things. I, I, I thought the gist of it was he was like, you know, trying to shut down social media a little bit, like constrain yeah. it. Well, the the accusation is that social media is biased politically. 
Okay. Because Facebook always seems to stop the things like, um, what's his name? The guy that goes on Joe Rogan sometimes, who says, uh, spouts all that crazy shit. Um, Infonews? Oh, Infowars. Infowars, that's uh, it. Oh God, I can't remember his name. Yeah, they always get censored. It's all, they always, conservatives always say it's the conservatives that get censored because social media leans towards a more like liberal opinion Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, so yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Well, and to uh, be quite frank with you, it's usually well. To be honest with you, the way things are going, everybody seems to have an extreme viewpoint on some side of the fence. There is no middle ground anymore. You're either fucking. And that's where the truth is. I always say that the truth is somewhere in the middle. Everybody it's never says far that. left, far right. That's no, I say it. I'm pretty sure I come up with that, Leon. Pretty sure I come up with that. Okay. Remember, okay. this podcast is about me. Well, my life. What we know. What I go through. Is that Donald Trump is a complete and... Are we bashing America again? No. Yeah, we are. Just Donald Trump. Because I think America... We've got our own issues in this country. It's like we were talking about the other day. At least we're kneeling on people's necks and letting them die. At least policemen aren't flipping. George Floyd. Yeah. Was Um, it George Floyd? It is, I don't know. I don't know his name. I'm sure it's George Floyd. We have to get that right, aren't we? Yeah, that's awful, by the way. And you just so anybody knows where I stand on it, 100% with the people protesting. Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, yeah, George Floyd protests. Yeah, there, there's current, currently protests going on everywhere. I mean, yeah, I'm... I'm for, I I'm, firmly believe government should be afraid of their people and not the other way around. Absolutely. Like, there's... there's a debate to be had what whether, you know, violent protests are the way forward. But, like, where's peaceful protests going to get you? I know some peaceful pro. I even Googled this earlier, right? I was like, how many peaceful protests have worked? And there, there have been pe- peaceful protests, like big ones, that have caused change. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them are violent protests. Like, I don't believe in violent protests whatsoever. But when you've got, like, when you fight in the government and they have... You go to a peaceful protest. When hold on a second, when there's a video of a police yeah. officer murdering a man in yeah. the street because he used a fake um, banknote, oh, right, which okay. is what happened. Apparently, they worked together for years. Yeah, as bouncers. Jesus. So, like, now they think there's a motive behind it. But yeah, like, yeah. what but, I'm. But anyway, so. Hold on a second, I was just going to say, when you've got a video clearly demonstrating a white police officer holding a man on the ground by his neck, Not killing him very well. slowly. There's, there's three yeah. of them holding him down. Yeah. Um, for, using a, for using a fake banknote, and there's no evidence that he was in any way aggressive or violent towards the officers, even if he had been. Loads of videos came out as well, I didn't know, when they'd like, taken him away. Even if he had been, still, don't kneel on his neck till he's fucking dead for seven minutes. Anyway, um, but then the President of the United States of America tweets out um, a saying, what was it, something about guns, when there's the looting, now comes the shooting or something like that. Jesus. Which was Scary. a well-known quote from a police officer in Miami that believed in brutal... Um, police presence during civil war protests. Jesus. Oh, sorry, civil rights protests. Let's see what Donald Trump tweeted. What a disgusting, vile man. Uh, if I put violent tweet, maybe it'll come up. It's now comes something for the looting, now comes the shooting. First time, twi- Twitter's hidden a tweet from the. Is that the That's tweet the that he hit? No. They fact check his ones about the postal voting and they've hidden this one for glorifying violence. 
Oh, Twitter hires Trump for glorifying violence. Uh, what did he say? I can't stand back and watch this happen to a great city, to a great American city, Min- Minneapolis. A total lack of leadership. Either they're a very weak, radical left mayor, Jacob Frey, is that to go and that's bring the city under control? No, that's not the one. But anyway, is there any others? No, I saw it floating about somewhere, but you could probably find it. But yeah, um, I, I'll just go back to like, should violent protests be a thing? Like, I don't know about like burning down random flipping, you know, people's businesses or small businesses. Small businesses. Uh, I don't even know if big business is the way to go, but like, it's not that I agree with the violent. It's like, I'm stuck in the middle. Like when, like logically, right. You've got a violent side, one side, which is, you know, it's not all police. Don't get me wrong. But this particular incident was racially charged. Hmm. It was. And you can see like, you kind of can see the enjoyment on his face as he's kneeling on his neck. And it's hard to watch. I watched the full thing. I couldn't watch it. And it was fucking hard to watch. And he was like pleading for his life. Yeah. And then you're telling me. And they knelt on his neck for a full two minutes after they'd felt his pulse and there was nothing there. Fucking hell. And you're telling me like after all, not just that that's happened. Like America's got a racial problem with the cops. Yes. Like not all police, don't get me wrong. Racism. Systematic racism is a problem across America. Then this video comes out where it's blatant. No, I don't, I can't, I can't defend anyone who's trying to defend that video. And yeah. then this video comes out, it's blatantly killing an innocent, well, it's, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And it's not but something, the first it's not even, one. Yeah, it's not the first one. And it's to boiling point. You're telling me there's going to be peaceful protest after that. People are going to get mad. Yeah. They just are. Like, and I don't think a peaceful protest is going to cut it. Might do. I've seen some really nice videos this morning of, you know, police defending, hmm. uh, you know, the protests. As yeah. in like uh, talking to, I can't, I think the, I can't pronounce that word, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Minneapolis police were talking to other members of like this crowd who were protesting peacefully. And there was some back and forth and, there was this certain police officer that was really dead against what happened. Mm-hmm. And he sat and there, there and spoke. And there are quite a lot that have been outspoken. And that was a real, I like seeing those videos. I don't like seeing the, don't get me wrong, I don't like seeing the violent videos and when they're burning stuff down. But like, I can't blame them. At some point, you're gonna do something. Like some point, there's, you can't just have a peaceful protest. When one side has got guns mm-hmm. and fucking... And are going to use them. And they're going to use them And the force. president has said... And the president's backing it. Now there's the looting, here comes the shooting like, or whatever it is. I don't was. know what it's like to be, you know... No. A black American. I have no, no clue. But I could imagine, like, the, the fucking hatred... Just after seeing that video, that may, makes me want to fucking go out and start looting and rioting, mm-hmm. but... I've got my own experience of... A terrible policeman. Police brutality, yeah. Police I remember brutality. That. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And there's a good point that someone, I was scrolling Reddit. I didn't trust the police after that. No. The thing is, is there's this thing that I'm not saying, all, I'm not painting all policemen with the same brush, but like there's this thing that comes with power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also some police are very scared. There's all like all sides of the spectrum here. But that particular police officer that was kneeling on his neck had a history 
of doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, didn't he have um, 18 yeah. complaints against him? And I think he's for- like, I don't quote me on this because one of my friends told me, I think he's already killed someone, shot someone. So again, we don't know the full story or anything like that. But, it, you know, all the evidence lines up that this was a horrible murder. And there's, there's a great like Reddit post, which I thought, which someone replied to. It's like, you know, there was th- like loads of people standing around and some people were like, why didn't they do anything? Why didn't they get involved and stuff like that? Who? What? The, the, the people the that filmed it. The bystanders. Absolutely. Like, what are you going to do? Can't. They have guns. Are you willing and to lay down your life? They would, they would arrest you. You yeah. just end up with a record and nobody near- would ever listen to you saying, no, this is unfair. Nobody will. No. I complained about what happened to me, um, to the independent police commission. And, um, they came back really, really quickly and said that because there was no audio, um, around that area, there's only video. They couldn't, it couldn't be proven what I was saying. So they were going to take his side yeah, because he's a police officer, Mm. even though I know what he said to me. Yeah. I know what he said to me. And these people are power. And and I didn't do anything wrong. And he slammed me up the back of the like up the back of the police van. Leanne didn't want this information shared on the podcast. Yeah, see, when someone's saying shit like that, you know it's the power trip is mm-hmm. there. You know their ego's got so big, and they're not in the police force to fucking help and protect, nope. to serve and protect. They're in the police force because they have a bit of power now, yep. and they get that power, and it fucking corrupts. Some people want that power from the get go. In America, yeah. where there's privatized prisons, and pretty much. You know, I th- I believe in some states you can just walk in and go, I want to be a policeman. And half and go, well, here's a slight training course. Here's a gun. Here's a badge. I mean, look at the state of some of like policemen over there that are big. You know, like they don't go for any training. Well, mine happened in England, so it's everywhere. Well, yeah, and and that's the problem with some privatized prisons and you know, privatized like having separate states with their separate laws and police i just don't think is a good idea i think it should be a a, you know a widespread Mm. like we have the nhs uh you know it's great same with our police force it's like the nation's police force it's not you know we don't have it from county to county what do you mean yeah we do do it yeah but it's still under it's not like america is it am i wrong america's the same america well there's state 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 by state yeah but we don't have we have world like well you know, English law. There's not state laws where in this certain state you can carry a hand, a handgun. This certain but state, each not- county has different approaches to their policing. Yeah, but it's nowhere near as lax as America. Well, yeah, I mean, in terms of there being a bit of a, a bit more of a consensus, yes, in England there is, but they, they definitely do have different approaches. I mean, look, even with the lockdown recently, there was the Lancashire Police who were filming people with drones who were taking their dog for a walk in areas of national beauty. And there were other, they, you know, they're showing those videos to other people and like other forces within the country. And those forces were saying, that's way too heavy handed. We do nothing like that. We wouldn't even consider it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, I suppose, yeah. So, I mean, it's not as bad. But yeah, I was going to, well, America's so much worse. Like over there with their police force. And um, one post they said on Reddit is like... It when, feels like America's at boiling point. Yeah. Like it, it feels like it's maybe about it's the start of a civil war. Bill over. Yeah, it feels like it. But, you know, the one the one Reddit point that they said, that this bloke said was like, you can... T- so the, there's a point where obviously they're saying get off him. 
he's not breathing anymore. Get off him. Like, what are you doing? It gets like obviously heated. And then what happens is, is now the, now the police force feel like, and those people feel like they have to double down Mm -hmm. because they're scared to be wrong. Mm -hmm. They're scared to actually go, oh, and take these, you know, or even any of the policemen to turn around. That's what kids do. Their ego. That's what kids do. Their ego. They're so afraid of turning around and going, oh shit, we're all wrong. Yeah, we probably shouldn't kneel on his neck. And even if the main guy wasn't thinking that because he was kind of sadistically liking it, even the other policemen around them were not innocent. They kind of was like, well, yeah, you know, we're, they let him do we it. think we're doing what we're doing is right. And no, we're not going to back down. Stop. No. Yeah. So you have that going on. So you have these people like saying, please like get, get your fucking knee off his neck. He's not breathing. Check mm. his pulse, check his pulse. And then it becomes a game. Like, well, I'm not checking his pulse because I'm right. I'm the police. That's force. terrifying because that's what kids do. Exactly. And you shouldn't, it's not for everybody. Adults don't do that. They got in the police force to protect and serve. What protecting serving is that? That is not, no. that's killing a man. Well, and then your you ego gets in control. A lot of policemen do want to protect and serve. But there's just those few, or I say those few, it does seem like there's And even if you're scared, even if you're scared as a policeman, you know, like that you might, you know, come across some, you know, violent crime and stuff like that. That's what you got in the police force to do. Mm. So you, that's what the training is for. Yeah. You know what you were getting into. You know what you're getting into. So what the hell, like, you know, you can't be, you know, you can be scared obviously, but you have to be trained. Mm. And don't let your ego get in the way. These positions of power, I always say this, always go to the people that want it the most. It's that that really bothers me as well. You know, when it's always something that I've thought about in situations where you've got members of the public protesting against something that is unfair, unjust or wrong. And then the police turn on the people. And that's something that always really grates me because how can you ever trust the police force if you know that every single time you say something that you you know you don't agree with a government decision or you know you go out and join a protest because you want to make things better or you want to see change that those people who were supposed to be protecting you are now against you mm. and will do anything they can do to take you down yeah at the government it becomes instruction. a game it becomes a game and then and that's some, not right exactly i couldn't like this is the reason why i can never be a police for uh, policeman one, I have no interest in doing it. I don't want to. But like the laws, some laws are bullshit. And I don't feel like I could even, you know, stand up to those laws. Mm. Like as a policeman, I feel hypocritical because I'd like, oh, I've got to do my job, you know? Yeah. Remember when we were walking through town that one time, we'd had a couple of drinks and the police walked past us and we and you had been talking about, just talking about something. And I said to him, I said, excuse me, officer, um, oh, what? Jesus. But then again, with two drunk people coming up to <laughs> I said, what do you think about marijuana? Jesus, like, why did even saying that, though, why are you going up to him asking that? <laughs> I didn't. We were walking past and I just just blurted it out. Oh and he God. turned around and put his hand on his belt, like as if he was going like for his um, for his thing. He said, why do you smoke it? I was like, fucking hell, all right, no. See yeah, but you. like, you're, you're provoking, ain't you? You're looking for a conversation. I genuinely wanted to ask him what his thoughts were. Yeah, but imagine it from his point of view. I know some coppers, definitely. Yeah, but you've had me. you've had really bad experiences with police officers. I have. Whereas I've I've had a few run-ins. Um, one of my one of my friends is now police. Well, two. I know two people. Who, I know actually, I do know two people in the police force. And um, I say no. I, don't, I haven't talked to both of them in quite a while now. 
Um, but I remember talking to one of my friends in the police force who I used to work with and he got into police force. And then I saw him at Tesco's, like this is going back two years ago. And he was switched on constantly. Like I'll be talking to him and I can feel he wasn't really listening to the conversation. He was like looking left and right. Yeah. And I was like, I thought to myself as I left, I thought that's part of... Is the window open? No. Oh. That's part of being a policeman. Mm-hmm. You just switched on. And yeah, like... I'm not here to say all policemen are horrible. It feels like we are bashing them. Yeah, definitely not. No, definitely not. No, no, no. Like there are like the, the, probably the vast majority are great and good and, you know, doing it for the right reasons. But there's always that small minority which fuck it for the rest of them. Like in any group, there's always a small minority that fuck it for the rest of the group. I wonder if it is a minority. Yeah, but you would say that. Why? Because you're bad, you know. Somebody's had bad experiences with people. Then again, you could flip, you could turn that around on me. You could say to you, just because you've not had a bad experience with policemen, that's why you believe it's the majority that are nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the answer is, but I genuinely believe it's the minority. I believe there's way more good coppers than there are bad. Um, I've been pulled over a few times. I had a few points on my license, but then again, I'm very compliant. One I kind of, sure is- I kind of admit it straight away. I'm like, yeah, sorry, officer. Yeah, I don't know my uh, my light was out or whatever, and they yeah. were like, I didn't pull you for that. But now, yeah, I'm like, fuck, fuck. Um, mm. that's that's the only the only runnings I've really had like bad runnings with the police. I've is- only had that one. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but you know your light. There's nothing else. When a grudge happens. Yes, absolutely. Like, I, will, I will remember this forever. I will hold it until the day I die. Jesus. Not a grudge. It's not a grudge. It's just, beer, it's a personal experience that really, really, really shaped the way that I view How old was you when that place. all kicked off with the police? Uh, early 20s. Maybe? Mid 20s. I think it was mid 20s. When you're a ruffian. Um, I definitely was rougher than I am now. That's for sure. <laughs> I am. I, when I get like, God, the stupid shit I used to get to up to as a kid. I was a punk. You was a punk. I was a skater. I say I was a punk. I thought I was a punk. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't really. I was just living a different kind of life. I, um, I was, um, my mum and dad, I don't know. I got into Quite a, quite a lot of trouble when I was a kid. I did hang around with the wrong crowd. Big up Tommy and Neil. <laughs> <laughs> my mum, my mum and dad didn't like me hanging around with you two. Gonna be honest. Did Tommy and Neil's houses think of cigs? No, but I remember a. I literally the reason why I stopped there because I remember a story about one of them, and I don't want to. I, no. Well, actually, I will tell it. To be fair, he's never going to see this. He's never going to see this. And it, to be already, fair, I feel nervous about telling my story on the podcast that people will see it my story about tommy was uh, because his his parents were never there well his mum was never there in his house literally lived next door to us and um <laughs> uh god should i tell this yeah fuck it i'll tell it there's no i'm not gonna give away a second name um, if his parents I feel weren't like there. you shouldn't. His parents weren't there, and uh, it, they never were. The mum wasn't there anyway, and he always had the house himself. himself. And I remember knocking on the door once, and then I didn't answer. And it was that point of mates where I just walked in the house, and his Hoover was going, and I was like, "Oh, he's doing some Hoovering." No, lo and behold, I walk into the living room, and he's got Henry the Hoover on his on his knob. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> why would that be really bad 
Are you just meaning like, that's not a rough kid thing. That's just... No, no, it's a funny story that like I told that. <laughs> I told that to everybody in where I used to live and apparently he left town because of it. Oh no, Dave. Mm. I ran outside Did instantly. Did everyone so, calling him Henry? Yeah. Every time I see Henry the Hoover, I think of that. <laughs> him sucking himself up yeah, for the Henry. Yeah, sucking himself. Would that feel good? I've Honestly, I will be completely honest. I've never tried it. But can you imagine that it would feel I would feel tell good? you if it... Like, that's the thing. No. Yeah, I can't imagine that would feel good. But maybe like he was... Maybe... <laughs> maybe he was that lonely. Oh, that's pretty sad. And he fucking was going for it. And I remember well, that's the, what people the image do when they're lonely. Head. They he, find creative ways to masturbate. I literally walked in and he was there. He looked over and I went, whoa! And because I was young, I ran outside and there's always people playing in the street. And I said, Tommy's fucking being blown off by a Hoover. And it was Henry the Hoover, like his face, like. It's such an English thing. He's being fucking sucked off in there. I'm not even fucking London. Yeah. Oi, oi. Read Get all it. about it. Being sucked off in there. Hey, he's being sucked off by a Hoover. Fucking hell. Read all about it. <laughs> My golly. You've got a son in tabloids. You've got a son in tabloids. You've got a future in tabloids. <laughs> Oh, bless him. Well, I, I cannot remember the conversation. After that, I just remember the moment I saw I know, it. I was going to did he see you? I can close my eyes and I have like a snapshot. Did he see you? Because he did. I walked in, I walked in and I believe I walked around the corner and his sofa was like to the left of the room and I walked in the door, looked because I thought, oh, he's just hoovering, looked. He's there just like fucking going at it. And I turn and he looks and sees me and I go, what? And start laughing my head off and run away. And he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, I just go and tell everybody. I was young. I didn't give a shit. I was like, see, it's fucking sucked off in there. What are you like? I don't know why I was like London back then. <laughs> but yeah, I remember seeing that and that I can close my eyes and I still have a snapshot of that moment in my life. It didn't mentally scar me. I thought it was a funny fucking... It was a funny image. Like I say, I've never tried sucking off my penis with a hoover. Hello, mum. But yeah, that was Tommy. And Where is he now? I don't know. Did he ever speak to you again? I remember after that point, I don't know. I don't know after that point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we you know, still hung out with friends back then. Um, but yeah, there was... Also times with Neil as well. The, the the two worst ones in my life was these friends called Tommy and Neil. And they uh, they were bad influences because they threw like rocks at cars and stuff like that. We slashed tires. Jesus. We put someone's window through. That's pretty bad. Yeah, like this that's is... That's not like... That's not a shenanigans. That's... That's what I mean. But I never... The thing is... I was never like the instigator. I was always the follower. Mm. So that's why I know I'll be susceptible. Did um, they ever start only, like chucking uh, rocks at cars and you going, actually no. boys? Well, I, was too, I was too young. I was too afraid. I remember it being in my head as wrong. I remember mm. going, okay, this is not a, this is not a good thing to do. But I also was so young that I was just afraid of speaking up and saying, guys, maybe we shouldn't do this. Until eventually I just, you know, you find your own friends. Luckily, some people carry on down that route and, you know, become even worse and probably go to prison and stuff like that. But then again, I even think Tommy and Neil like grew up at some point. I, I think so. 
You I don't know where so. they are now. I'd like to get him on the podcast and talk about Tom. He would never talk about that. I bet they've got some stories. Do you think he would talk about getting sucked off by a Hoover? I would love for him to come on the podcast <laughs> and talk, like talk about getting sucked. I want. So I want. Good. The thing is, I want random guests with random stories. So, like yeah. Chain's brother with his shit story. Oh my god! Yes. Um, I want Tommy with his sucking off Hoover story. He wouldn't definitely come on. After what my friends told me, Tom told me that he, mother friend Tom. Yeah, uh, told me that, yeah, he was pretty much so embarrassed about that because Tom worked at the place he worked at in a packing factory and they all ripped him for it because Tom told all the lads, like, oh, he wants sucked off me. <laughs> and they all just like, you know what laddie factory is yep. like? And they, they just... They would not have they, let that that's, go. That's it. And I feel like the catalyst for that and I'm, you know, I feel pretty bad. I don't. What if <laughs> I don't. What if I did at the time. I don't now because the thing is, the thing what is, What if right, he lost his mind and he married a Hoover? fantastic <laughs> then i'll get him on the podcast I'm sorry, even more. i don't know why i find that so funny that would be really sad but what if like what if it was one of those weird stories that you see on like american tv where people can't stop eating the plasterboard in the wall and stuff i married a fairground ride. uh yeah I, I married a fairground ride by the way one of the best documentaries i'm in love with there. cars yeah the, my my car I, is, I, I never forget this my I car is my, my lover yeah my car What's is my name? lover henrietta there is Henrietta, isn't there? Henrietta I think Hoover. there's Henry. And it's then... the one with the eyelashes. I don't think it's Henrietta, actually. I think it's... We need to fucking... Are you sure he wasn't getting sucked off by Henrietta? No, it was definitely She was Henry. sitting in the corner of the room just going like this at him. Does that make him... Ooh. Does that make him homosexual? <laughs> no. If he gets sucked off by a boy Hoover? No. Mm. The only thing that makes you homosexual Henry is being attracted to men. Hoover. <laughs> girl. It's Hetty. Hetty. That's it. Yeah, she's got the eyelashes. Come here, boys. She's like, oh, baby. Come the, here, boys. I can't believe these Hoovers are still... Feeling lonely. Feeling lonely. <laughs> wink, wink. I can't believe these Hoovers are still for sale. I can't. Henry's good. But remember, Tacker had one and used to yep. hoover up fag butts. Yeah, used to hoover up <laughs> fag butts. And when you opened it up to get the thing out, the smell. Oh, my it was like good a, It God. was the smell of a million ashtrays. It was horrible. If you've ever worked in a bar... And you know you've got to get the one. You got to pour all the ashtrays into the one bucket at the end of the night. Sorry, this is before the smoking ban. Oh, it's that smell. Oh, it was disgusting. Mm. Who hoovers up fag butts? A lazy person that can't be bothered to sweep it up or whatever. He's not lazy. He's not lazy. He's not lazy. He's not lazy. Like he, mm. big up Taki. Was it like, I don't know. He could have. No, I don't think Taki was lazy. But I think he was. He just found a shortcut for it. So it was yeah. like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to hoover up like all the fag ends. <laughs> and whenever you turned ends. it on, it just like circulated in the air. Circulated You're like, oh my God, what is that smell? smell? He goes, yeah, man, I hoover up fag butts. And now look at you, smoking every night. Yeah. Fag butts all over the garden. Well, it's not all over the garden. Not anymore. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Thank you. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so, Hetty... Why, like, so they brought out James as well. Fucking hell, I didn't see this. Who's James? What James does he... is more of a round square boy. So we've got a square boy, James. For anybody, Mr. Henry, myhenry.co.uk, Tommy, if you want to get on there, bud. Do you think they'll be collectible in the future? You know how, no. like, you know how millennials like to listen to records again now? What? what it's so, cool. so millennials are going to turn on Hoovers? Yeah, all of a sudden they're going to start, the start collecting Hoovers. 
the sound of that one. And they'll have James and Hetty and Henry all There's just gonna, lined up in the corner. There, there is going to be like some kind of forum or red, subreddit where it's all dedicated to talking about, you know, Henry the Hoovers. Definitely. There's got to be. And also, Hoovers will be a sexual fetish. For yeah. like a group of people anything, somewhere. Anything's a sexual fetish. I bet there's... there's mm, we were talking about it when one of the best documentaries either one of us has ever seen, which is when people are in love with inanimate objects like cars. And yeah, My Car Is My Lover is roll, one of the best yeah. documentary. Search it's for that so on good. YouTube. Any, anybody who has it right now, stop what you're doing. Turn down this podcast. Turn it off yep. after this and just... Just search on my car is my lover, my car is and my it's lover. probably one of the funniest hours I've. I mean, God bless him. I, I mean, the thing that, is, that, he's perfect. happy, so he can laugh. He's a happy man. So there's no rule thirty four of Henry the Uber. So for people, the uninitiated, rule thirty four is basically is this a rule man where wants the Henry Hoover tattoo on his penis removed. Wow, we're going to take a he's look into Grimsby. that in a minute. <laughs> Two seconds, Tommy, is that you? Is. Um... <laughs> So, is that where you're living now, Grimsby? Um, so, rule 34 for the uninitiated. Um, Tommy, you got a fucking tattoo of Henry Hoover on your penis. Anyway, I'm fucking ripping off Chris Delia there. Um, rule 34 is a rule where anything can be... So, you type in rule 34 uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. There's Disney porn out there. Rule 34 Simpsons. So, I... Don't ask me how I know this. I don't jerk off to hentai. Um, not I really thought, my thing. I thought everybody knew that. Lola Bunny I could probably get off to. I think that's a common one. Hi, Mum. I've seen that quite a lot. Hi, my family who watch this. Um, Lola Bunny's sexy, though. She got that, like, she got that swag. She does. I remember being attracted to Lola Bunny from Space Jam. Um, what a babe, even though it was a cartoon bunny. Um, so yeah, this man wants Henry the Hoover tattoo on his penis removed. Gotta look at this. He's from Grimsby. Of course he's from Grimsby. This got Henry the Hoover tattoo. Fucking hell. So, (laughs) so I'm, (laughs) so. Oh, it's better than I thought it would be. Just to describe this, he's not got his full. Oh, there we go. So the nozzle is obviously where his penis is. His noodle is. Oh, and you see the cable cable going all the way around to his ass. He's got a nice body. All right, chill out. Fucking hell, marry him, Leon. Uh, he's got Henry the Hoover tattoo. To be fair, he's got, on his like, private. He's got. He's to be fair. His upper half is kind of you know if he worked out a bit. Jesus, he's quite a good looking bloke. He's not that bad looking. He's not look. Doesn't look like a gump, even though he probably is. Oh no! I mean, because you've automatically gone into the gump category when you got Henry. Maybe it was a laugh. It it's got to been a laugh. Pro- I'm sure it was a laugh. He now wants it removed. Why would it be serious? When I first got it done at the age of 16, I couldn't stop getting it out. I got loads of attention and it was a bit more of a, and I was a bit of a local hero. I loved it. He told the documentary makers, but I was with a girl recently (laughs) and I liked her. Oh my God. Yes. I was with a girl recently. I liked her. Things were going well until we got naked. When she saw it, she said, what's that? I'm off. (laughs) (laughs) I was gutted. I never thought I would regret my tattoo when I got it done. You never thought you would. I'm off. You never thought you'd regret having Henry the Hoover getting tattooed on you when you're done. That's fucking ridiculous. Of course. I mean, how do you not regret oh. that? Imagine if you first met Millian and then we got got it down for the first time. I and would I'd, laugh so much. 
we wouldn't would be, never it wouldn't happen that first time because I would not be able to do it yeah how can you no just no how could you you couldn't especially if he had the ridges like tattooed onto his noodle imagine if he did like the sounds as well <laughs> and you'd be like oh, I can't fucking that's it and he go he turned around and went plug me in yeah plug me in Plug me in, I'm getting Henry out tonight. I'm getting fucking Henry out tonight. We call him Henry. <laughs> oh my God. I think it's brilliant. I mean, I've never, I, I'm so glad we don't went down this rabbit hole because I've never seen a Henry the Hoover tattoo, especially like that. Wow. Perfect. Uh, How weirdly, wonderful. though, he says he's regretting his decision. <laughs> I love this article. Weirdly, though. Weirdly, he's he regretting says, his he decision. He says he's regretting his decision. Lewis appeared on Channel 4's oh Body my God. Shockers. Read the top. But it gets better because, as well as having Henry on the front, this man went all out and got a black lead plug and a socket which goes into his ass. Well, yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> we saw that. Yeah, look. Yeah, but it doesn't go, I didn't think it went into his ass. No, well, it's not, it doesn't go into his ass. They've kind of wrote it. It'd be better like if that. it did. Uh, yeah, it doesn't go into his ass, does it? It plugs on the back of well, kind of into his ass. It's like they cheek. should. He should have continued the cable up his ass. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That would have been this div. This div. <laughs> you can tell it's an English article. This, this div. This div got Henry the Over tattooed on his peen. On his peen. And now he regrets it. Jesus, by funny that by Katarina Harvey Jenner. Cat, Catri, Cat, is I that think that's right? That's Catriona. Catriona. Ooh. Catriona Harvey Jenner. See, and she. Oh, fucking, she I bet that. she sounds posh. This div got a Henry the Hoover tattoo on his penis. She sounds posh. Yeah. Let's have a look at her, um, her article. Lady Catriona Harvey Jenner. Oh, she's a nice looking girl. Bless her. Cat is a cosmo. Cat is Cosmopolitan UK features. What? Cat is Cosmopolitan UK's features editor covering women's issues. That's not all women's issues. It's not Health and current issue. affairs. I mean, I guess you could put it under current affairs, maybe. I don't know. The route to her heart is a simple combination of pasta and cheese. Oh, boring Fuck hell. off. Pasta and cheese. So boring. Fucking hell. What do you like on a date? And just buy me pasta and cheese and I'm anyone's. Bet you are, you slag. Sorry, Cass. It's all fun. It's all fun and games. <laughs> That's it. She's going to do it. She's going to somehow find this podcast doing an article on me. I hope she does. This div... Thinks he can podcast. When he can't. When he can't. When in fact. When he's just a pain. When he's just a pain. <laughs> I would like write something else. Catriona. I bet she's got some good features. I don't know. Let's see some of her features. I don't know. Good news gathered. Oh, she's still going at it. May 29th, which was what, yesterday? Doctor and nurse got married in a hospital chapel. Princess uh, Beatrice's mum shares. Nah. Will Princess Beatrice's new wedding date? Jesus, look at that fucking I was going to say, they're on pingers, mate. They look absolutely Jesus, off they their good. nut. <laughs> Jesus, you good. Look at, his, uh, look at them. Can we both do the face? I'll do the boy's face, you yeah. do the woman's. Yeah. Fucking hell, they're on pingers. I've got some editing to do for this podcast. <laughs> I'll get it up on the video podcast. I've got to make sure I definitely edit this one so you can see these because we are just going through them. 26 quotes on equal pay from inspiring women. Love it. Love it. She wrote that on the same day that she did all the others, May 29th. Mm. She's churning out the articles. Well done, Catriona. Jesus, what happened to like William's hair? As it's gone, Prince mate. William. To be fair, lad, just shave it off at this point, son. Oh, it looks terrible, doesn't it? It Fuck makes him look so now. much older. 
He's just got like a bit of hair on his head. I always say this. If I ever recede, I'm shaving all of my hair off and going bald. Just lean into it at this point. You won't lose your hair, though. Hopefully I won't. Well, it's not something to you have dad. to worry about. Your dad's hair makes me laugh, especially since he's been in quarantine. Oh, is it just, it's just gone uncouth? <laughs> well, no, because it's, it's like, it's thinner on top and super bushy out here. So he looks like Wurzel Gummidge. It goes like, oh, like, it just looks funny. Is your dad, your dad's got, no, he hasn't got a full head of hair, has he? No, he definitely doesn't. He's just got the sides. But then he, just he, the sides. His is kind of like, you he's know. He's got his in like a gradient. So it goes like black to grey to white. It's not as bad as bloody disappears. You know, Prince William's though. That's terrible. It's like, he doesn't know well, what he's doing. my dad's almost 60, so it makes sense. Jesus, how old's Prince William? Uh, same age as us. Really? Maybe. Oh, bless his heart if he is. It's very common in men to go bold young. Yeah. It's just not something not that me, any of our friendship group seems to experience. Well, Jim May, I think he's he's lent into it and shaved his head. Yeah, he shaved his head. I don't know whether Jim May was badly receding, though. Who? Jim May. <laughs> was he receding? I can't remember. Like I just remember him now being bald, and I thought, oh, he's lent into it then. Yeah, and he looks good for it. I think it suits I do, him. Yeah. I think he's like I said. I sent him a post the other day, and again, the listeners are going to know my friends are. But if you ever see naked Martin, give him a Twitter. I think that's what Jim's going to be like when he's older, just getting his cock out for people on Twitter and just dancing. Yeah, why not? Or we need to hire naked Martin for a party. Absolutely. Imagine if we had naked Martin around here. I mean, I don't really want him in my house. If I'm being completely honest. Because I, th- that, the... Naked okay, Martin's a so, saint. No, 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 hold on a second. Naked Martin, when he's just getting his noodle out and just like wanging it around. You've got this obsession with call it a noodle at the minute. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's a noodle. Um, yeah, when he's like swinging it around and just having a good time and dancing and stuff. Fine, that's fine. But Naked Martin has done some videos which... Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I pushed that into the back of my mind. Yeah, you are right. He has done some... Uh... <sighs> I don't want that man in my Risque house. Risky videos, let's put it that way. I don't want that man in my house. Sorry. I'd, I'd, do you know what? I'd let him do that kind of stuff in the house. I hear you're off to have a good time with the boys. I hear you're having a good time. Hi, Phil. Hi, Phil. Hi, Phil. I've heard you're going on holiday with the boys. He, for, for people who don't know, like Naked Martin is a guy who, mainly on Twitter, who gets his penis out for money and he just shakes it about and you can get like personalised messages sent to your friends if it's, you know, for birthday or even just you want to send a personalised message. I was going to get one promoting Naked Martin. I'd love to be sponsored by Naked Martin. Leanne's straight away like, no. Uh, he's been, yeah, so I've obviously forgot about that. I, I follow him on Twitter and he makes me laugh when he's doing his dancing thing but there are some videos which personally make me laugh but are rather disgusting. If I don't say so myself, Martin. He does some quite vile things involving his bum. You can give him a Google. Yeah, just give it a Google. You know, you might go down that rabbit hole. It made me piss myself laughing. And if he did it at my house, uh, as long as he cleaned it up, I would cry with laughter. I would not. I would cry. You would not. And that will make me laugh even more that you're not enjoying yourself. There's not enough bleach in the world that could clean the area where he performed one of those shows. Maybe if we just like hide out a hall or a hotel room. Yeah, that's fine. Like a village hall. Hire out a village hall and have Naked Martin just come and perform. Yeah. For a small group of reprobates. Yeah, I'd do that. If I had a lot of money, I'd, I'd hire Naked Martin to be at my house kind of a lot. 
Hi, hi, Phil. I heard you're going on holiday to see the boys. I, I almost got you a, a specialised message from... I would love that. Phil. I would love that. But, like, I feel as if, you know, he says Dave. Like, it could be any Dave. So do you feel like you've had your Vaughan-y. message? No, you got to get and say Vaughny. V-double-R-M-Y. Vaughny. Um, I, oh, my God. Yeah, we'll get a personalised message from him. Hi, Vaughny. I heard Vaughan-y. you're relaunching the stream. I've heard you're relaunching the stream, and he's just got his fucking <laughs> donger out. <laughs> I've heard you relaunching the stream. I hope it isn't as wet. And then he pisses on himself. Yeah, he does do things like that. He does do things like that. The pint of piss poured on his head made me fucking howl. It's just so surprising. I didn't expect it. Boys, like... I thought he'd drink it, if I'm honest. Boys hustling. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Boys boys, hustling. Yeah, definitely. I reckon he's got some dollar. And do you know what we brought up? He does these videos as well in his garden. And I think to myself, like, he just gets his cock out and starts flapping it about. Imagine seeing your neighbour. And that's your neighbour. Imagine, like... Oh, naked Phil's eye again. (laughs) You're upstairs putting some clothes away or something and you glance out the back window and And you see... And cock's flopping about. Just see naked Phil in the garden. Just Naked Martin, sorry. Wanging it about. Yeah. What a champion. He's of a champions. treasure. He is a treasure. Apart Only from, when he's not doing the gross stuff. Not when he's doing the gross stuff. Oh, do you know who I'd like to get a personalised message for? Who is it? My mum. Gonna... Oh, no, she'd hate that. Hi, Suzanne. I've heard it's your birthday. She'd hate that. <laughs> like, genuinely she would, would be upset that you did that. David. I don't even know what your dad would do. I think he'd giggle. Oh, he'd just be chuckling and just slowly going, oh, fucking hell, he's got his cock out. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, Jesus, look at that. <laughs> okay, now, look at the state. <laughs> to be fair, like, Martin's got, you know, when he's, you know, hanging loose, he's got quite an impressive length on him. He does. And girth. I've got to be proud of that. I'd be like, oh, well, and sunk it out. He does. Hmm. He's got a little stonker. He's got a little stonker on him. A little noodle. He's got a big noodle. What is your fucking obsession with a noodle? <laughs> At the minute. He's got a pool, pool noodle. He's got a pool noodle. One of those thick boys. I don't know. I think it's just from where I was messing about the other day and <laughs> asked if I could introduce George W to Mr. Noodle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, there's, now I don't want to talk about that. Can I you, t- can we, shall we scrub that after? No, no, no. It's we'll fine. We can put that out. in. Um, what was I going to say, though? I had something to talk about. I did that once before and I was really tired, didn't I, when we first started going out. Yeah. I went to the toilet in the middle of the night and Dave, I was really tired and Dave came in after me. Um, this was like the start of our relationship Start of our well. relationship and he went, he said, you're right. And I was like, hmm. And then I shook his willy as if I was like shaking a hand. Yeah. And went, good evening, good evening sir. Good evening, sir. And I cried with laughter <laughs> and that's when I knew we'd be together forever. Yeah. Good evening, sir. We should do it at the uh, wedding ceremony. Oh, there is something I want to talk firm about. Firm handshakes. Firm handshakes. Firm uh, noodle shakes. Firm noodle shakes. I want to talk about this. Uh, we'll play it on the podcast. What is this? Uh, hold on. Oh, I know what this is. So excuse the horrible uh, news kind of patter and American news kind of story base, but... This story is great, and it's a good one, and I want to talk about it briefly before we end the podcast. Not long ago, Lee Steinfeld was a successful Dallas attorney. Not long ago, he represented one of the largest IT companies in the world. And not long ago, he decided to give it all up and just walked away from being a lawyer. When I was leaving, they were actually encouraging me, some of them, that my coworkers, to 
Go follow your dream. So what could be better than being an attorney? You wouldn't believe. Here we go. Lee quit practicing law to open Pokemon cards. Oh, of course he his- so yeah, so this guy called Leon Hart uh, quit his job to uh, quit his, you know, um, what was he? A, a lawyer. A lawyer to follow his dream. Hell of, of a lot of training. So much lawyer, work put money, into becoming a lawyer. And he quit it all just to open Pokemon cards. Which I think was the right decision. Which I fully, fully support. His He's name's, living a happy life. His name's Leon Hart and he literally chased his dreams. And it's such an interesting story for me because he is so, such a juxtaposition of going from lawyer to literally opening Pokemon cards. Now, a lot of people agree with me and I watch this guy's channel now because he packed a, he opened a Charizard. Now, when I was a kid, um, I opened up Pokemon cards. I used to go to the Pokemon shop all the time and I swapped half my deck for this shiny Charizard. It's a first edition Charizard. I won't get into details, but it was around 1999, I believe. Uh, and those, obviously, those packs don't exist anymore, but there's obviously some flying around in the market, first edition packs, which you can buy on eBay for like, I saw one go, because I've been watching a few, 250 quid for one pack of old Pokemon cards. And in there is a chance, a very, 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 very low chance of packing a Charizard first edition, which is worth $55,000 to this day. Mm-hmm. And this man packed one. Uh, you know, he opened, and not just that, he packs a lot of them. And he opened it live on stream. God knows how much those bloody first edition cost because he opened a lot of them. And he packed a Charizard. He does it for the love of it. I don't think he'll be selling that Charizard either. He literally will keep hold of it because he's a collector. It went straight in the sleeve. It went straight in the sleeve. And I don't know whether they show this on there, but this article, there's such a nice story of a bloke going from lawyer to opening Pokemon cards. And he has a really successful channel. Uh, And I am obsessed. I watched him for 20 minutes the other day opening Pokemon cards. There's something about that for me. That is just enjoyable. How do you feel when you watch it? Like just content and happy. And the fact that every do opening... Do you feel the anticipation yeah. that he must? Not like not like he does because he's there opening the packs, but um, he's there and he's opening them and you just get anticipation. Like, oh, what's it going to be? Even though I'm so behind the game on Pokemon now, I only know like the first edition, 151. Yeah, so and I know I. a bit of the third gen as well. So going up to the 250 mark, maybe 300. But after that, because of Pokemon Go, that is, by the mm. way, uh, we played Pokemon Go for ages and I used to have a first edition Charizard, but I gave them all the way to my cousin and I'm gutted because I could be, personally, I'd sell it. If I was in a position right now where I owned a first edition Charizard, and I could sell it for like 55 grand. Absolutely, I'd do that. Just because it's life changing for me. Yeah. I need the, I would love, I'll put a deposit on the house. That'll be it. It'd be, pay we'll kind debt. of be, pay off debt. I'll be sorted. Yeah. Um, but I, I was looking, I was looking at the packs, but I actually bought, because I thought, you know what, I'm going to do an opening on my stream. So I bought like a Pokemon Sword and Shield, bloody, which is the new packs. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to open them. I think it'd be a bit fun. And it's, the box is literally over there winking at me. I want to open it. It's like nostalgia. It's like we had a Pokemon shop back in the day that we'd all used to go to as kids. And I remember spending like 20 pounds on mm-hmm. one card. I remember buying Pokemon And I, I swapped, I remember, I swapped half my deck of cards, like a chunk, like that big. 
I said, please give me a Charizard. I, yeah. I just want it. And this kid, I can't even remember this kid's name because this was next I bet you ground that kid down. No, oh, you, yeah. Nell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You as a kid who wanted I that hustled. shiny Charizard, you were not going to let that boy and not give it to you. The thing is, the child in me fucked up because I should have kept that in a sleeve. I didn't have the foresight. What kid does, unless they're parents? Some of them do. Some of them do. I don't know if Jim, my mate Jim, who collects, who collected Pokemon cards, has still got them because we've been talking about this for the past three or four days. My mate Jim, who we talk online, he literally was like, I've got half these cards that we're looking for on eBay that go for thousands. But you dive into the fucking world, right? It goes so much deeper than you think. Mm-hmm. Like... When I started going down like grading routes, there's a grading place for cards, for collectibles in England where you have to go to get your cards graded. You have to go there and they look at everything. They look at the alignment of the print. They look at the back, even if there's a bit of a scuffle. No, not really, a, not a mint condition. Mm. It goes deep. Yep. And like Jim was like, we'll, we'll do it. We'll go there and create his Pokemon cards graded. You can film it. I was like, please oh my god that'd be so good yeah yeah and he could what great video the thing is he could be yeah of course thing is he could be sitting on a gold mine the thing i don't think they do uh what they do is they do you have to box them up and send them to them but Uh, what we do is i get jim to open them and i'll sit with jim and i'll film it make it a video and see what kind of money you sat on yeah because you could just sell them online without being graded but apparently you get them in these sleeves these like fucking plastic sleeves and they're graded like PSAs and stuff like that. I can't remember what the company are called. But I went down a rabbit hole. And I want that nostalgia again. So I bought myself a Sword and Shield Pokemon booster set. I love that nostalgia. I think I'd feel the same way. But like, I think at the time, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were either Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, you and were. And I was Yu-Gi-Oh. Fuck Yu-Gi-Oh. I was Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my God. I used to play Yu-Gi-Oh with my boyfriend at the time. My first ever boyfriend. And um, I remember for his birthday... I spent, I saved up Are all sure my pocket money. Are you sure it wasn't Digimon? No, definitely not Digimon. It was Digimon, 100% Digital Monsters. Because I remember him, like, he had the thing and he would, like, turn around and he had a big collar and he'd go like that. Yeah, he had spiky hair, didn't he? And he'd, like, sure. What were they? What were Yu-Gi-Oh? There was Yu-Gi-Oh cards, wasn't it? And Yu-Gi-Oh they had cards. cards and they the... had actual cards. Yeah. And you would play with cards, but, like, on, the, on Yu-Gi-Oh, the cards would come to life. So Whereas Yu-Gi-Oh... in real life... You were just because I've been down a rabbit the hole. The geekiest couple in school playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards together. Because I've been down a rabbit hole, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. But still the card go that for I bought him, the card that I bought him, we had to go specially. We travelled somewhere specially to go and pick it up. And I, I think I remember. I might be wrong, but I think I remember spending fifty quid at the time, and that's a hell of a lot of money for a sixteen-year-old girl. Yeah, when you're sixteen, fifty is a lot. That's a lot. A 16-year-old girl in what, like, early 2000s? So, that, do you know the thing about Yu-Gi-Oh cards? They're, they're um, not as popular as Pokemon, but there's still a load of rare Yu-Gi-Oh cards that go for a lot of money. Really? So, yeah, yeah. I was Yu-Gi-Oh. like, you know, I didn't have the foresight to keep them all. I have no, no idea what I did with any of them. Fucking hell. Well, the thing is, Jim apparently said, like, he had... He didn't have the foresight, but what he did was, I think, was double-sleeve them and put them in a binder straight away. Yeah. So... Hopefully, he's sat on quite a bit of money, and I think he will sell them. Really? I think he might, but... It surprises me that Jim would sell them, because he's more nostalgic than... Yeah, but Pokemon cards, like, I mean, I would love... I would love a first edition Charizard uh, to buy. Unless he's thinking about that city centre bachelor pad. Yeah, probably. He's got his bachelor pad, though. 
It's not a city centre. Not a city centre one. And he doesn't have a pug yet. <sighs> yeah. Or a hairless gerbil. Give the thing pig. is, I've been thinking about buying one of those packs. One of them. 200 and something quid just to open. <laughs> you don't have that kind of money. No, I don't. Not yet. Not baby. yet. Not until I'm bang from this podcast, baby. <laughs> money, 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 money. Okay. Money. I do. To be fair, I do have that kind of money. I could drop 200 quid, but I'd just be silly to do it. You'd be so stupid to do that, especially right now. Right, stupid. Considering what we're doing. It, what would happen if I bought a pack and I bought it online, opened it, and the first season charge? So optimistic. It's so cute. That's why. That's why. Um, I am the ultimate consumer. I will consume everything. Mm-hmm. My friends say that. You always, always think it's going to be your new thing. The amount of things that are always going to be your new thing. We've got loads of um, playing cards. Now there's the Yu-Gi-Oh. What else have you been Yu-Gi-Oh? into? Not Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Well, oh, the- these things, pop figures. And, and I that still have pop figures. While. Like I, I still want to collect them. I just forget about them. But like... I don't know. I just like doing stuff. So that's what like the YouTube channel is going to be about. I'm sick of and like... And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I think it's well, really financially cute. Financially, it's a bad thing. Financially, you don't have the money. <laughs> but, but it's nice that you have all these interests. I Because then you can yeah. talk to anyone about anything because chances are you're, you've been into what they're into. At some point, yeah. I I am genuinely just like into lots of shit. Like, yeah. And I like... that, But that, that whole opening cars thing doesn't just stem from Pokemon. That's throughout my whole life. Like, I used to be mad into FIFA and we used to open FIFA packs online. They yeah, weren't even... telling me about They that. weren't even physical cards. Yeah. Me and my old mate used to bloody sit there opening FIFA Fe- packs. Yeah. But then they just it's roll up. It's not even real. And the best card, the best FIFA or- player I ever got was a guy called Hazard who played for... Hazard or Hazard? Who played for Chelsea. And I put him on my team and he was a beast. And I'm not even that... Well, I was into football back then, but now, no. But I understand the the, and I don't honestly. I don't. You you talk to me like saying it might. It's, well, financially is a bit of a problem, but I don't go overboard. I don't go overboard because I'm about to give you an example of someone who goes overboard. Someone I work with, I spends a disgusting amount on FIFA packs. When he told me, he said this month I spent like I'm not gonna say his name. He spent like five hundred, six hundred quid. Oh my God. And he does that. Oh, and he recently, I think he was like applying for a mortgage or something like that. And on his bank statement, it said this, like, you know, and they even brought it up and he had to sit there and be like, oh, uh, when the, the, you want a mortgage and they're like, what's this? Oh, I open 500 pounds worth of FIFA cards every month. So, fucking and hell. I'm not saying I'm like the best person. But he could I'm have fucking, had a month off before I'm he had not to the worst. The when he told me, he goes, he goes, it's bad. I was like, how bad is it? And he's like, this month I spent £500. So he's genuinely addicted. Yeah, it is. And I totally get the addiction. Like, I am itching to open up that fucking box, but I've got to make a video about it. And I just want to rip it open and just, like, see what I've got. <laughs> and just, like, oh, the, like, the chance. The chance. The thing is, you could buy the cards separately that I want for, like, 20 quid. If I wanted a nice, I can't remember, I can't remember what it's called, a gold Zashian or something like that, fucking Pokemon fans are going to butcher me right now but i don't know the new pokemon but i know what they look As like they should and they're like v max they're called v max now they don't they're not they're, don't get me wrong they don't look as good as the nostalgia cards because i was from that era but they still look great and i was like if that goes for like 60 quid and you can buy that for 60 quid i spent 40 quid on that mm-hmm. 
So another 20 could get me the card that I wanted. But that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is that you bought it and you had a chance and you won. Mm -hmm. If you just bought every card that you wanted, I guess if you're a collector, then yeah. Then it's just not as fun that way. I totally understand what you're saying. The anticipation of... Because I'm exactly the same way with scratchies. Yeah, scratch cards, scratch right? Scratch cards. I the love, anticipation. I fucking love scratch and cards. People go overboard, and, and I the wouldn't anticipation say anticipation when you scratch off like a fifty grand or something, and then you scratch uh, off another one. You're like, oh my god, this is it. I wouldn't say we're addicted, though. Nowhere near. I'm not addicted. Like you haven't bought a scratch card for ages. I'd buy you one because I know you like them every now and again. Yeah, I mean, I try to keep it under wraps, really. I am Addic- addi- addiction is something. The thing that is, I am addicted me, to so. buying stuff, though. Not just like I am addicted. I think to tech and new stuff. And there has been times where I'm like, oh, I just brand that on the credit card. The boys have right. called you the ultimate consumer. I am you the really ult- are. I am the ultimate consumer. Like I will. I remember fucking when Tetris came out. You love stuff. When Tetris 2020 came out, you I was like, stuff. boys, are we buying Tetris then or what? Because it was new. Tetris. I think 2020 come out like the new Tetris. And I was like, boys, I've not played Tetris in years. I loved it for the Game Boy. And boys, Tetris 2020's out. Are we buying it? And they're like, Dave, it's fucking Tetris. Like, what? It's just with a new skin. What are you going to. You're going to play it for five minutes and sack it off? I'm like, yeah, are we buying it then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are we getting it, boys? To be fair, I remember seeing you were so proud of me when um, Red Dead Redemption came out. And I said, because I'd seen all the ads and all the, like, the gameplay for it, and I thought, I really want that. And I remember saying to you, I want to buy Red Dead Redemption. And you were so proud of me for buying it. Knowing full well, I would probably only play it for maybe 10 hours at the most. Yeah. But when I bought it home, the look on your face, it was like I brought home a child. You were like, yeah, it was great. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. It was I'm great. a crossing, same thing. Well, I'm a crossing, you actually play. I you've love got it. You've got your money's worth out of that. That was a 50 quid game and you've played it. The bar here and there a few days, like pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on it before you come on the podcast today. But yeah, like, I honestly believe... I'm and this... excited to watch you open those. Yeah, my mates are as well. I am really excited to watch you do that and video. And those YouTube videos do really well. Yeah. And, um, and I get it, and I love it. So I'm going to just, like, I, I've said this recently. I was like, I'm just going to make videos that I want to make. I'm not really going to... should do it for your birthday. Just get you a shit ton of those cards. Like I would box love that. after box after box. I'd love that. I know you would. Um... But yeah, they call my friends call me the ultimate consumer because I, I honestly believe in if I pay, like for example, I'll give you an example of what happened. We're in Grand Theft Auto Online. My friend buys a bike that flies, right? A, a motorbike that flies. He buys it. He flies up in the air. I don't have that bike. I'm like, fuck, man, he's buying, he's, he's, he's flying about. And he's like, yeah, we could do it together, though. And I'm like, yeah, we could do that together. And my other friends are like going, why, Dave, Dave, you're going to fucking. But my point is, they're like, why are you going to buy that, Dave? You're literally wasting money on just like a virtual bike. They're going to play with for five minutes just for the enjoyment of flying with your friends. And the answer to, my, to them is, yes, I am going to do that. That enjoyment for me was worth, I think, about the 20 pounds that I spent on it. 20 pounds on a bike that doesn't exist. But the enjoyment that I got, the feeling of going through the air in a game with my friend and I have that money to spend that is worth it. Mm-hmm. And for the Even me- if it was for five minutes. Cool. And the memories. And the memories. And I remember sweet, getting this right back. And to this day, we installed GTM through the bikes. So 
Did I get my money worth? Probably not. But did I have a good time doing it? Yeah. Good. And that's where we're going to end the podcast. I think we should. Because it's on a high. You are riding you know, high. Fuck it. We're going for another hour. On your bike. Listen to me. We're going for another hour. <laughs> <laughs> riding high through the skies. Oh, baby. Bike. Yeah, look to the skies. And if you got to spend money, do it right. Oh, fucking do what you want. Get in debt for life. <laughs> yep. And that's. I will be in prison before they tell me to stop spending money for, <laughs> for enjoyment, for just a little bit of dopamine rush. I will be in fucking prison. Come get me. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. Okay. We're going to end the podcast on this. <laughs> I'm not fucking. Leave. I'm not fucking. This is leaving. me when somebody tells me that I can't do spend, something, spend money. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! Fucking yes! Is that the boys? That's the boys. Yeah, you've done it. He's done it again. He's made him better. The show goes on! The show goes on! This is my home! This is my bike. I need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here! And there you go. That's where we're going to end it. Fabulous. Thank you very much to everybody for tuning in for episode 10. I appreciate your faces. If you are listening to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google play, just click that follow button. So you always know when you get an update, when a new podcast drops, I always forget to say that, but today I remember, and if you are listening on Apple, uh, please rate and review the show. It really helps. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Vaughny. YouTube.com forward slash Vaughny. You know where to find me. Instagram. It's all Vaughny, baby. Peace up. Until the next time, it's bye from me. Love you. Bye.